And Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with the same red pottage, for I'm faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, behold, I'm at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do me? And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. You may be seated. Preparation of this message. This message, as Pastor Luna was about to preach Thursday and I had no clue, of course, what he was preaching, I wrote down this theme, this title that I'm going to get you, uh, and, and he began to preach, and it's very similar, and so I know the Lord has given me this, and so some of you will be excited, some of you will receive it, some may be a little uncomfortable, but it's time that this church, this local assembly, becomes the assembly that God knows you're capable of being, amen. Preparation of that, we're going to sing another song. You join in and sing, would you? Would you do that? Sing! Why aren't you singing? Well, what's the problem? Oh, you got to have music to sing? Then why aren't you singing? What do you mean you don't know the words? You can't make melody in your heart? This is an illustration of what I'm about to preach and what I'm about to tell you is happening to this church and all over the apostolic movement. Kind of shocking, is it? They're singing, but you can't hear them. So it does you no good. You have no clue what they're saying because it's not a distinction of sound. Thank you. You may be seated. I hope that will be fresh in your mind. Because the title of my message is not for sale. And devil, you aren't taking it. For some reason, the church of the living God has allowed in their faintness, in their weariness, at the point that they're thinking they're going to die, to sell out to the devil and begin to get quiet in your worship, in your prayer life, in the altar. My sound is not for sale. And devil, you're not taking it. God expects me to lift my voice. He didn't expect me to come up here and not pray fervently, not pray one for another fervently. He expects me to make a sound because on the day of Pentecost, he delivered me with a sound. He has given me a sound. He has given me a distinction in sound. This is happening all through the apostolic movement. People are no longer making a sound. I got boys over here praying. Yeah, they come to pray, but they make no sound. So what are they doing? You come up and pray for somebody, you lay your hands on them or you lay your hands towards them, but you make no sound. When God delivered somebody, he spoke. He didn't just go up there 
and stand there and the devil automatically came out? The devil knew he was there, yes, but God had to speak. What is wrong with the apostolics? Let me tell you, when I came in this, we made so much noise in the prayer room, I thought the wall was going to come off. I thought the ceiling, but nowadays the prayer room is silent. The altar is silent. Very evident that some of you that used to be fervent have taken your harp and you haven't hung it on a willow because you're in a strange land and God's saying, I require a song from you, but you can't sing it. You know where you've hung it? You've hung it on your chair. Here it is right here. And no matter what happens and no matter what the pastor does, you have listened to someone, you have sold something that you shouldn't have sold, and you come up here and you stop hollering, you stop shouting, you stop getting beside yourself. We are no different than Esau. This is who we are. We're a noisy bunch. On the day of Pentecost, that noise came down, that sound came down. They were filled and began to make a noise. And the noise went out. And the noise went out. I am not slowing or backing up from this. You're sitting here with your harp. And you're in a strange place. And you think for whatever reason... Oh, let somebody else do it. No, you got to do it. I realize that we're limited by our age at times and physical limitation, but none of you are limited by a voice. None of you are mute today. You all have a tongue, and I know you all can talk, but yet when it comes to prayer, for some reason... And it's not just happening in here. It's happening in College Station. It's happening in Smackover. It's happening in Bradford. It's happening in every apostolic church because the devil's trying to take our identity. And he does it by our prayer life. He does it without us. Be quiet. Oh, you can sing the songs, but just don't pray. Just don't get after God in the altar. Just don't really get fervent. You can go ahead and sit there if you want to, but my voice, my sound is not for sale. I came in this shouting, and I'm going out shouting. The Bible says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You know why you're not delivered? You know why you can't get what you want? Because you're not being fervent in your prayers. In fact, some of you ain't even praying at home. What are you, afraid if you begin to speak your prayers loud that you might make a mistake? So what? It was said over and over and over again at the conference, don't you understand the devil is afraid of us? The Bible said it very plainly when God cursed Adam and God cursed Eve and God cursed the serpent. He said, you're going to crawl on your belly and I'm going to put hostility, enmity between you and the woman and its seed. And her seed will bruise thy head or authority, but you will bruise 
What's the matter? You're tired of getting bruised? You're tired of getting hoarse? Am I the only one that has a preacher's voice on Monday? Am I the only one that can barely talk on Monday? Let me tell you something. I'm not slowing down. I'm going to speed it up. And if it takes everything I've got, if it takes me out of this world, then so be it. I don't care. I'm not letting age affect me anymore. Some of you young men, if you don't want to get on, I'm going to get some of the women to help me. It's about time you found your heart. You may not know it, but I am apostolic. I believe in one God. His name is Jesus. I am a tongue talker. I'm a holy roller. I dance. I shout. I run. I... That's who the apostolic are. I'm not for sale and you aren't taking it. I haven't followed any of my notes but I brought in some of my scripture. I got a birthright and I'm not going to let some supplanter Jacob even called himself a deceiver in Genesis 27. I'm not going to let some deceiver tell me I can't pray out loud anymore. But all I got to do is whisper in God, that's enough. It ain't enough for God. He wants you to know you mean business. Give me some folks that make other folks uncomfortable with their worship and their prayer life. Give me some folks that just get so noisy that you get uncomfortable. Have you forgotten just recently we had a situation that tried to hinder the service and all of a sudden Brother Lewis began to shout and worship God on his own. Then another came and another came and another came. And what happened? It broke the service wide open. Go ahead and stay in your seat if you want to. But I've come to have church. No different than them playing that song and singing, but you didn't do nothing because you didn't hear their sound. But yet you expect God to do something, but he doesn't hear your sound. He said in Luke 18, men are always to pray and not faint. Victoria, you keep shouting and travailing when you come up here don't you let nobody make you feel uncomfortable don't you let nobody begin to think uh, that you're out of order you begin to let it rip uh, like a potato chip Uh, I'm telling you right now we got some prayer warriors but you have diminished Uh, I'm looking at Sister Collins Uh, you better get to praying out loud again Uh, you better get to You're too busy worried about your little world than understanding that God has your world and he's waiting for you to take it by force. It's coming. It's coming. 
Right now, you're just afraid. We had a few people run, but you're still just standing by your harp. You ought to pick up your harp and come and worship God. You can always go back and sit down. I can always tell you to return to your seat. But I'm telling you right now, I'm... Come on, ladies. Come on. I'm looking for somebody that'll lift their voice and bombard heaven for revival, for deliverance, for healing. Those of you that have been with us so long, have you forgot who we are? I refuse to be quiet. My voice is a weapon. My voice is a weapon. The human voice is the only sound that can disrupt the atmosphere. Planes can't do it. Gun can't do it. Cannons can't do it. Oh, but the human voice, when we shout, when we shout, quit holding on to an excuse. Your excuse is going to send you to hell. Come on, Dorinda. Come on. I know you're a worshiper. I know you're a worshiper. A time will come, Elder, where he seeks the true worshipers that'll worship him in spirit and in truth. What do you think that means? That means with all my heart, mind, and soul, I'm going to worship him. I'm not ashamed of being apostolic. They can call me nuts. They can call me fanatical. They can call me anything they want to call me as long as God calls me by name. I wasn't in the day. I wasn't in that day in the upper room. But it must have been loud. strange land devil you're not getting my heart you're not getting my praise you're not getting my prayer life so you come in in a bad mood so what so you come in fighting battles so what so you've sinned on Saturday get to the altar and repent and take your harp take your harp off the chair and begin to worship God Come on, Vicky. You don't need a cheerleader. You don't need a pastor admonishing you. You got the Holy Ghost. Stir it up. You come up here praying for somebody and you're not opening your mouth and making a sound, very kindly, I'm going to ask you to sit down. I need some prayer warriors. I need somebody that'll pray. I didn't say prophesy. I didn't say get in their ear. I said pray the power down.
I'm going to bruise his head. Every time I lift my voice, I'm going to rub it in. I don't care if my heel gets bruised. I don't care if it gets purple. I don't care if it hurts when I walk. I don't care if I'm walking with a limp. Oh, devil, you better listen. You better listen because I'm bringing it up to heaven. And you better start trembling. And you better get out of here and leave this one and that one alone. Come on, Jeremy. You're part of us. I don't even know where, where I'm at. Do you understand that the ACE Junior Conference this year, I'm telling you something that really happened. When they begin to pray, they say, hey, so-and-so, will you pray? And the rest of them just let one person pray. Just some, hey, you're not praying for me. You're not taking my prayers. I'm going to pray. Then all of a sudden she began to hear me and the rest of us praying right along with the person that was supposed to be the only one praying. She said, my, I felt something in that. She said, hey, our pastor's wife went to a conference and she began to experience that. She said, the presence of God came in that place. She said, I want to know more about it. Don't you revert some some denominationalism. We are not. We are the true people of God. Called by his name. Filled by his spirit. God didn't whisper to the tomb when a dead man was wrapped for four days. He said with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Some of you still ain't getting it. You're coming down because I'm coming down. Some of you are much younger than me. When I get my stamina to the bottom point, you ought to take up my slack. You ought to take up my slack. Thank you, Carlos. You young boys, when you're praying, I better hear some prayers. If you have to say hallelujah, 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 it don't matter to me. You're never going to learn to pray until you pray outside. That's how you learn to pray. When you hear others pray, the other elders and the more mature women praying out loud, you begin to understand okay I can say that okay I can pray you're not going to get much brother Joshua from your wife in cooperation if you don't speak you can think all you want to somebody somebody stir up it stir it up I shouldn't have to preach anymore you know this is true Every apostolic church in the area, everywhere you go, oh, they may sing. Some of them don't even worship. Some of them you'll never see anybody dancing. You'll never see anybody running. No, you won't. You won't. No, you won't. But yet they call themselves apostolic. Oh, hallelujah. At conference... I forget what service it was. I think it, I think it was Friday night. Your pastor, God was dealing with him, and I was waiting for the right moment. I began to roll from the front seat all the way to the altar. When I got up, I knew that I had a rug burn on my 
elbow and I was bleeding, but I didn't care. He bled for me. No, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You still got this tucked away. Somebody, it's under your seat. It's under your seat. Cobwebs are on it. There's a big difference. I've seen it. You felt it. Ladies, when you're praying and they're not talking out loud and my wife encouraged them, pray out loud. All of a sudden, you feel something. You feel the Lord begin to move. We shouldn't have to tell you to pray out loud. We need to disrupt the atmosphere. God is requiring from us noise. Even things that are not living, the Bible says, in Corinthians, make a sound. The trumpet, the piano, the guitar, the keyboard, the drum. But if it's not a distinct sound, it makes no melody. You can open your mouth all you want. You can whisper all you want. Yes, God is able. But God says, let her rip. Tell him you mean business. Thank you. God's going to bring in. I'm telling you right now, sweet pea, I love you. And I know what you're capable of. And some of you are responding and some of you aren't. That's between you and God. But I'm not turning around. I'm telling you right now, we're going to become even more noisy. It'll be in order. It'll be decency. But we're going to begin to be more noisy. Some of you got family that are lost. Some of you are struggling. Some of you, you really need some answers from God. Some of you are here today and you don't really know God the way you want, the way you used to. You can sit there on that chair and die if you want to. But I'm telling you right now, I'm going to take my harp. I'm going to take it off the chair. I'm going to take it, dust it off, and say, God, I've got the spirit of David in me. Pray, daughter. Pray, lift your voice. Some of you, when you pray, you don't pray in tongues anymore. Why? Pray in tongues. The Spirit maketh intercession with moanings and groanings that cannot be uttered. You pray according to the will of God. Sometimes you don't know what to pray, so you don't pray at all. Pray in tongues. Oh, you can't pray in tongues anymore? Then you need to come and repent. These young men and young women are counting on you. We are not going to turn into a liberal apostolic church that just goes through the motion and have a few songs that make us feel good. And the preaching never does anything to us. It never convicts us. I know some of you men, I know some of you, I don't know where you put your heart. Maybe it's in sin. Maybe it's in sin. You're doing things you know you ought not be doing. You know it. And so therefore you stop your worship. You stop your praise. You stop it and you stay in the back. 
You walk around in the back. I've got somebody in the back that will take care of us. He knows who he is. The rest of you need to be up here involved. Did you hear me? We need to be up here involved. We don't need to be going outside every five or ten minutes because we don't want to be in the presence of God. Oh, you're bored, so you go to the bathroom half a dozen times to fix your hair, your stinking hair. Who cares about your hair? What I care about is a move of God. You get bored, get in the, get in the altar. Because when you do, sweet pea, you begin to despise this way of life. You begin to say, look at them. I feel so free living the way. You are fooling yourself. The reason you feel free is because you're no longer in the fire. You're no longer in the battle. You're on your way to a devil's hell. So the devil's not messing with you no more. My little baby grandson comes up and kneels down. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He's emulating people. But when he does, I'm right there. And when I'm right there, guess what? I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. I want him to understand that's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. I said, that's what we do. That's what they did in the upper room. The Apostle Paul says, I speak in tongues more than you all. The only reason I'm preaching in English is so you can understand it. I could preach in the Holy Ghost. It would edify me, but it wouldn't do you a bit of good. Some of our young adults and our teenagers could understand their happiness is in praise and worship and prayer. If they could understand their peace, their... It's not in a bottle. It's not in a pill. It's not in a relationship. It's not in an occupation. It's in God. Let me tell you something. They're coming. They're coming backsliders and people that have never heard they're coming and they expect to be in church every testimony that I hear from pastors they have people Bishop shared this let me just share it with you for a moment Bishop shared a man in his town visited every church and he saw Bishop and his brother in a little convenience store and Bishop was about to say but you haven't come to ours and he spoke up and said and I'm coming to yours this Sunday 
He walked in that place and said of all the churches, 39 of them in smack over. This is the only place that I felt something. Pastor Luna had a couple come and said, I didn't know people preached it like this anymore. I'm feeling something. Have we forgot what people said? Even Carlos said it. What about Mr. Kim? Have we forgot that testimony? Prayers have got to go up for the power of God to come down. I'm trying to do whatever I can to get somebody admonished to get out of complacency. The devil has deceived us. I said the devil has deceived us. It goes without saying for you that have been with me any length of time. When I get to preaching like this, my whole countenance changed. I'm a man on fire. And you can think whatever you want to, but I'm a man on fire. I'm a man with passion. I'm a man, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to sit back and let the devil try to destroy the people of God. I'm going to do everything I can. Because you know what? It only takes one. It only takes one. It took one that day. It took one running and another ran. It only takes one. It only takes one. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then another. You know why you're tired? You know why you're weary? Because you're not used to doing this. You were used to doing this. You'd still be doing it. You wouldn't be caring about me. My daughter, get back to the piano. <laughs> I've covered every one of my scriptures. Can you imagine if a thousand of these made that noise? <laughs> Let me give you a news flash. When Saul was being tormented by evil spirits and he called for David, it wasn't David. It wasn't David that came in the room that the spirits left. It's when he made a sound. We used to be the people when God was, when people were desperate. God would move on the People that are not saved and come to us because they knew we knew how to pray. What happened? You better find your harp. You better make up your mind whether anybody else does or not. When it's time to pray, when somebody's up here praying for the Holy Ghost or they're praying for encouragement or they're praying to be delivered, I'm telling you right now, you better come up here praying. I can't make you do this. We can continue for some of you, but most of us are going to get out of this mode. Because my wife and I, we're not getting in this mode. Some of you that pray early Sunday and you pray with me, you hear me praying. I'm not ashamed to pray. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm praying. I'm not saying there's not a few times where at home you might be travailing and you're not saying anything, but this is not that place. 
Lift your voice. Lift your voice. I think while we're afraid to lift our voice because we are going to run out of things to say, then say it again. Say it again. The scripture I gave you in Luke 18, the judge avenged the woman because she kept on saying it over and over and over. It wasn't because he feared God. It wasn't because she regarded the woman. Because, hey, I'm getting tired of her asking. I'm going to tell you right now, whether you believe this or not, I'm going to use Carlos. Carlos has been to many churches and they've helped him to some degree, but he's never felt what he feels here. And that's why he knew this was the place. There are people out there hungry for something more than just religion. Want something real. Something with life. I like what Pastor Luna said. He reminded me of me so much. He said the apostolic world are trying to emulate the charismatics and the Trinitarians with their dress. They just wear a little coat and they're relaxed and everything. Listen to me. That ain't happening here. I'm coming into a king's presence. If I only got one suit, I'm wearing it every service. He's worthy of my best. And if I don't have a suit... My clothes better be clean. There was a time when they began to emulate us. But there's one thing they've never tried to copy that we do. Hear me. Hear me. They have never tried to copy the way we pray. Is that the truth? You still hear them. So and so, will you lead us in prayer? Everybody bows their head and they're silent. Why one person pray? They've never tried to copy. They can't. They can copy us in our music. They can try to copy us in our worship. But our prayer life, they cannot copy. That's why when you are in a setting and somebody's asked to pray, everybody else don't open their mouth. But if I'm there, I'm praying. I'll tell you this, when we went to the memorial and they were praying, I was praying on the platform. I got a few looks, but I don't care. I can go to a school function for one of my children, and they'll be praying. For example, to Grace Lutheran, they'll be praying. I'm praying right there. It don't matter who they are. I can pray to my God. This message was given to me right before Pastor Luna preached. It is for us. It is for every apostolic church in America. And I pray that it doesn't take place in some of the other countries that I've visited where they still have fervency in the altar. Because that's where our power is, sweet pea. Right here in the altar. It's not back there in the pew. It's right here in the altar. Where the fire of God falls. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've done my very best today to help you. 
I can't preach any other way than what I preach. That's who I am. And I'll tell you the truth, most apostolic preachers that still got the fire will preach similar to this. Oh yeah, they will. They'll spit, they'll slobber, they'll sweat, they'll mess their hair up, they'll soak a shirt. Because the Bible says by foolishness of preaching, I will save them that believe. I'm from the same rock as Elijah. I'm from the same rock as Elisha, Jeremiah, Zechariah. I'm from the same rock as John the Baptist crying in the wilderness. Where do you think we are? Repent and make your path straight. He's not coming for a sweet pea with a whisper. He's coming with us with a shout. I'm saying it right now. All you ladies too. You hear me. You feel a shout coming on, you let it rip. God begins to move on you to stand up and get out of the aisle and worship. You worship. Thank you for at least allowing me to preach my heart. As you can see, the fire of God is diminishing. I'm becoming human again. My countenance is reverting back. So you new folks, when you see me preach this way, understand I'm fighting a battle for you. I'm fighting a devil that's lying, deceiving, going to and fro, seeking who he may devour. And I'm giving it everything I've got to put him on notice. Sunday night's coming. Wednesday. If God tarries. The apostolics have reverted back to feelings more than faith. I just don't feel that. So I'm not going to worship and shout. Uh -uh. Thank you, Carlos. I worship him by faith. I shout because I love him. When I pray for you up here. Now, there may be times where a lady comes that I'm not as fervent or rough. I'm trying to be wise. Don't want to hurt anybody. Because I could. But some of you men, you look out. If you've got a sore neck, you better tell me right up front. Because I believe in that. I believe in the effectual fervent prayer. I believe that the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent must take it by force. I believe we're in a war. I believe that God has equipped me with the weapons of my warfare. 
I could have mentioned everything that the devil's trying to steal, but the one thing that he seems that he has is for apostolics to be quiet when they're praying. For those of you that have visited other churches or been in other churches, you know what I'm saying is true. Just like we can't have music without a sound and we can't have singing without a sound. Neither can we have praying or worship without sound. Sing, daughter, the Lord bless you.